You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious Seven. It's time for the Brown Showdown on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious Seven. The scheduling gods have gifted us with an absolute treat for NFL Week 4 as your Cleveland Browns look to sack the Vikings in Minnesota. That contest to commence at high noon. Well, to help us prepare for the siege at St. Paul, we welcome the host of the You Like That podcast. This is Jackson and Matt with You Like That podcast. Let's get right into it. Guys, I can hardly wait. For the record, Jackson and Matt can be found at You Like That Pod on Twitter. And representing your Cleveland Browns is Caitlin from the Crunch Time with Caitlin podcast. Hello, I'm Caitlin from Crunch Time with Caitlin, here as the Browns rep for this week's game against the Minnesota Vikings. Caitlin, it's always a pleasure to have you here. For the record, she can be found at K-A-T-E-L-I-N-N-O-S-C-L-E on Twitter. So now that we've dispensed with the pleasantries, let's get into this week four episode of the Browns Showdown. As it is our custom, we kick things off to our opposition's offense. So let's hear from Jackson and Matt on the Vikings' five best players on offense and their expectations from Kurt and his crew. The five offensive key players for this game against the Browns, I have Justin Jefferson has to be one, and then Kirk Cousins, who's continuing uh, to play well. Let's keep that up. Dalvin, whoever's playing running back, Dalvin or Alexander Madison, it has to be a level running field. So let's keep that up again. And Adam Thielen continuing to be key in the red zone and being a good target. And then the big key player for me is Rashad Hill. He's going up against Miles Garrett, who had four sacks. Rashad Hill has to be solid this week. Um, I think how we're going to attack, how the Vikings are going to attack the Browns defense. We have to be balanced on offense. We have to be playing like we did against the Seahawks last year, throwing successfully and running successfully. We have to be a balanced offense. Yeah, that balanced attack delivered dagger after dagger to a beleaguered Seahawks defense. So let's hear from Caitlin on Joe Woods and the Browns response, starting with her take on the top five defenders. It's important for the Cleveland Browns to continue to build on the success that they had last week against the Chicago Bears. The main guy, obviously, Miles Garrett. Uh, If you're going to look at one specific player, Four and a half sacks last week against the Chicago Bears. Five and a half leading the NFL in sacks. Uh, Cleveland's best player, as Kevin Stefanski uh, put it uh, earlier this week in the press conference. He's obviously, you know, the heart and soul of the Browns defense. A couple other players, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromora, the rookie out of Notre Dame, had one of the best games that I've seen in a while from a rookie defensive player. Uh, PFF had him graded out as a 93.3 player. He had a half a sack, um, multiple tackles for loss, multiple uh, pass deflections. Um, You know, just to build upon the, I don't know, the the success that he had last week, um, starting for the first time in his career with Sione's Taki Taki out, and uh, very confident that he should, you know, be a mainstay in the Cleveland's uh, defensive rotation and in their starting lineup going forward. Another player I think is very important to keep an eye out for this week is Jade Van Clowney. The Minnesota Vikings have a really good uh, rushing offense, and they utilize the running back out of the backfield a lot as a pass catcher also. So I think it's important um, for the Browns to stop the run. They've been really good this year so far, 
And but this is truly their their first test in going up against a, a very very good uh, passing or rushing offense. So I would say Jadavian Clowney's another player. He also is coming off a really good game last week where he had multiple sacks and just constant pressure in the backfield. And the last two players that I think are very important to keep an eye out for this week. Uh, Denzel Ward going up against uh, Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen and um, you know whoever's the opposite end and uh, corner of uh, Denzel Ward whether it's Greedy Williams whether it's Troy Hill guarding Adam Thielen is in the slot because the Browns could stop you know one of them um, they're still gonna get theirs and the Browns just need to be aggressive this week in um, their whole like defensive mindset. Caitlin you're absolutely right I really hope Joe Woods puts his best players in position to make the best plays We'll see if last Sunday was a mirage. <laughs> so now let's flip the field and hear from the guys from at you like that pod and their perspective on the Minnesota Vikings defense. A defensive side of the ball, uh, the top five key players there. Number one, obviously, Daniel Hunter, one of the best pass rushers in the league. He needs to get pressure. We know we know the Browns have a great offensive line. Uh, Jack Conklin on that side, who's going to be trying to stop Daniel all day. But Daniel's got to have a good game if we want to get pressure on Baker Mayfield. Number two, Mike Pierce. Uh, he's the key to stopping the run for the Vikings. Big guy in the middle. If he can limit Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on the middle of the field, that'll be huge for the Vikings defense. Eric Hendricks, our top linebacker. He's got to be all over the field today, covering passes, pl- clogging holes in the run game. Uh, one of our best defensive players. And and if we're gonna if we're gonna succeed on both in both the pass and run game on Sunday, Eric Hendricks needs to step up. Harrison Smith on the back end. We can't allow big plays. This team has allowed a lot of big plays in the first two in the first three weeks of the season. Harrison Smith needs to be there so we don't allow any deep shots. And in the fifth three player, someone who's played horribly for us, Rashad Breland. Uh, he's played really bad. He needs to step up if we're not going to uh, let the Browns passing attack uh, torch us. This defensive front can really pressure the quarterback, so the Browns will have their hands full on Sunday. So let's hear from Caitlin as she shares her expectations from Baker and the Browns. You got to start off with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I believe he's top five in completion percentage. Um, He's top five in yards per attempt, even though he's bottom five in the amount of attempts, you know, passes thrown. Week one was really good. Week two, even though he's very efficient, you know, probably didn't play his best game. And then last week, I thought he was a little bit better than he was in week two even though the numbers don't really show it, um, even though he felt like a little happy feet at times. But um, yeah, just Baker Mayfield is definitely that one guy to, to keep an eye out because, you know, Minnesota's defense, you know, they could give up some points. And, um, you know, I, I'd expect the Browns offense to continue to have success with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Another guy is whoever's playing left tackle, whether it's Jedrick Bowles or whether it's Blake Hands. Um, the Minnesota Vikings have a really good defensive ends. Um, you know, whether it's Hunter, whether it's Evan Goldston, like you, you don't really uh, know because they were both a little bit questionable. The Browns need to, to shore up their offensive line. Baker already has been sacked like nine times this year. I believe all of last year was like 26, 27 times. So they, they need to clean that up. Odell Beckham Jr., his return last week, five catches, 70 plus yards. It didn't feel like Baker was going out of his way to throw him the ball uh, either. It was uh, within the flow of the offense which just shows growth for Baker Mayfield as he's matured in this offense. And then obviously like, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., his, his first game back, he admitted that he was very tired. You know, just something to keep an eye out, but I think just his threat is something that Minnesota Vikings 
their their defense and, and their fans know that he he's still a stud. And then obviously uh, it'd be remiss to not mention the the two headed monster in the backfield for the Cleveland Browns in Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. Uh, Nick Chubb last week eighty four yards on like what twenty two attempts, and then Cream Hunt coming in only ten attempts on the ground, um, but eighty yards and a touchdown. But also caught the ball for seven eight catches for over uh, for over seventy yards. So he had like one hundred fifty uh, total yards. Man, it's 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 the benefit of having that two-headed monster um, that, that the Cleveland Browns have. It keeps them both fresh. Uh, it keeps them both efficient. And if one isn't playing particularly well, like Nick Chubb did uh, at times early on in the Chicago game, you can just give the ball to Kareem Hunt. They're just both two dynamic players, and uh, you know it's it doesn't really matter who gets the ball. It's you know as long as they get the ball. Not surprisingly, these two teams, very similar in terms of their approach. So now it's time for prognostication. Let's hear from Jackson and Matt of the You Like That Pod. The main key here is the Vikings need to slow the Browns' run game. It's easier said than done, uh, but that's a key to their offense. And if we can slow it, uh, we can come out to having a much better game. Weak wide receiver group with Jarvis Landry out. They only have Odell Beckham, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, and then Austin Hooper at, at tight end. So we have to attack that and stop the run game. And then Baker shoulder seems to be bothering him week to three. We need to take advantage of that. Uh, that. That's another reason why slowing the run game is extremely important. So I have for a score, for our score predictions, I do have 28 to 27. I'm not super confident, but I do have a Vikings win. I picked the other way. I have the Browns winning 26 to 24. I think this is going to be a hard fought game. Uh, but both teams are going to be running the ball quite a bit. Uh, whether Dalvin Cook or Alexander Madison is playing, I don't think the Vikings will change their offense very much. But I do have the Browns pulling this one out. It's not surprising you guys would disagree on the outcome, as this is one of the closest games I've seen in a while. So let's hear how Caitlin thinks this game will turn out. My key to victory for our Cleveland Browns to come out of Minnesota with a win is to just protect the ball and, you know, win the time of possession game. If they do that, they're most likely going to win. They could force a couple turnovers from Kirk Cousins. Um, set up some short fields for the the Browns offense that that's extremely efficient. Um, I expect them to win. My prediction: I'm gonna have the Cleveland Browns winning 31-27. I think it'll be a relatively close game. Um, but I think overall, you know, the Browns are they should win this game. Uh, even though Minnesota is really good, that one and two record really doesn't show how how well they've played. If if not for a couple questionable things and a bad kick by our friend Greg Joseph, you know they could be three and zero right now. So I don't think the Browns can overlook the Minnesota Vikings. That being said, I don't think Kevin Stefanski it's a homecoming game for him. I don't think he'd allow uh, the players to overlook this game, and I don't think the players would. Um, I think they have a little extra juice for for this game. Um, So, yes, Cleveland Browns winning 31-27. On paper, this is such an even matchup that I think that if the Vikings' backfield is at full strength, this game is probably one that you have to give to the home team. But the Browns absolutely have a path to victory. The Browns need to be efficient and aggressive on offense and score early. And then the defense needs to be opportunistic the Browns can eke one on the road for Coach Stefanski. Let's call it 24-23. And with that, we'll put this one in the books. A big thanks to our Minnesota representation. This has been Jackson and Matt with You Like That Podcast. Appreciate the work, guys. Thank you for being here. 
For the record, they can be found at you like that pod on Twitter. And also we heard from Caitlin from Crunch Time with Caitlin. Again, I'm Caitlin from Crunch Time with Caitlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin No CLE. That is Caitlin K A T L A N No K N O W S C L E. I also have a baseball podcast, uh, which is called Lead Off Talk. If you're interested in, in baseball stuff, um, you can check that out. So, as always, take it easy and go Browns. Nice work, Caitlin. Welp, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to the Brown Showdown on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious7. Take care and go Browns. <laughs>